Is that is that enough? Yeah. Okay. It's good. enough. Because the beginning we're always quieter than uh then we wind up competing for volume <laughs> as the as the, as the uh as the game heats up. Yeah. So yeah. to speak as we, as we start as we start getting in our feelings. Mm. Like Leslie Gore. Like Drake. <laughs> and like Drake. Yeah. Leslie Gore and Drake are so much alike when you really think about it. Yeah. Well they're both Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark, and I'm here with you, Seth. Mark? I'm here with you, Seth. I'm going to ask you. How are you, Seth? How are you doing, Mark? Doing okay. I mean, it's, you know. Oh, you sound exasperated. You know. It's boiling up, man. It is. It's, it's, the pressure is real. We percolating. The, the pressure is real. People are posting their... Yeah, their, go ahead. their flights here from other states and that's so i've got three practices next week from 12 in the afternoon to nine at night i have two practices so. next week yeah <laughs> yeah so it's uh one on the day of up. the show <laughs> yeah. yeah the end of the week is coming i'm just trying to get all my ducks in a row to make sure i have everything squared away and taken care of at work and in life because I'm not going to be able to do much podcasting next week. I'm not going to be able to do much of anything next week. I'm going to be just kind of nose to the grindstone crunch boy. Um, and I'm ready for it. But uh, there's also this thing. <clears throat> and I, I've talked to a lot of my music friends about it. And, you know, maybe to an extent you can appreciate this. But um, whenever you're like preparing for a show that you know is going to be a one off. There's a very strange, um, you know, it's it's go, go, go and all this preparation and hard work to put on the best performance you can. You have one shot to do it. In this case, we have two because we're doing a Friday and Saturday night show. Come with it, Marshall. And then when it's done, there is this huge drop. Haven't I been talking... Like There's after a police huge, pull? Yeah. You know? Well, I mean... You're coming off the cruise ship? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think this is going to be a little bit more emotionally taxing for me than the cruise ship. I think me too. Because it's, you know, it feels like putting bands to bed that you may never ever play with. Probably um, not. And man. probably not. And so there's all of this, you know, it's, it's, it's like anything in the performing arts where, you know, something is only going to go on for so long and then it's done and then what is there to replace it afterward? Uh, it's a very weird feeling. So I'm kind of already preparing for, you know, my friends are coming in for the holidays. I'll be seeing so many of my closest friends, some of which I haven't seen in, mm. you know, two or three years, some more. Mm -hmm. um, and getting to be around them and kind of like this town filled with people that used to live here. And then, you know, by by the beginning or middle of the week after, it'll just be like it was before. And no bands that I used to play with 20 years ago, 25 Mark, years ago. Can I, can, can I, I'm going to cut you off right now. Sure. I'm going to definitely do this. In the immortal words of Christopher Walken, you got it all wrong. <laughs> 
smile because it happened. Don't cry because you it are ended. you're you're you are. And like I said, I thought too much about it with the police. Pool. I thought police pool was a little bit more whimsical and it was just something that we were working on. Definitely was excited about it. Sure. But I knew that the end was going to come sooner or later. This is different. This is bigger. <laughs> Oh, I understand. Yeah. It's much bigger. Other people are involved. People we haven't seen. It's going to be emotional, obviously. You need, and I got this advice from someone close to me very recently on another topic, but it fits this perfectly. You need to take the time to experience right now. I agree. You really, really need to stop and recognize that right now is what's going on and, and enjoy it for what right now is. And do not look too far ahead. If you want to look, you know, maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes ahead, I understand that. <laughs> You'll allot me a 30-minute... Uh, a 30-minute grace period. <laughs> Foresight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do not... Don't think too much about, you know, deboarding the boat. Please don't. You know, yeah. Don't, don't think too much about that because it will detract from the joy that sure. you're going to experience, you know, while our friends, who I can't wait to see either are here, I'm going to take a couple of days off as well, even though I know you're going to be busy throughout all of them. Oh, but, yeah. But uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take them off just to just to see people, just yeah. to hang out. And and don't get me wrong. It will be a lot of fun. Um, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. I mean, come, come if, this dude, Sunday. Dude, if I had to worry about one band, yeah, I would be absolutely breezing through it. A little it. easier. If this was like Anchorite 4, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. But a lot of, lot of moving parts, a lot of... My uh, my schedule for uh, my schedule for next week is all that purple in there. <laughs> As he shows me and the calendar, it's just and what is set yeah. to what is the shape of things to come, so to speak. <laughs> so I mean, I will be enjoying the moment as much as I can, but I know that all of my just trying to enjoy the moment is knowing that it's all building up to two particular nights. But I know once I get in those nights. And I'm watching you guys play. You know, it's funny. I was actually looking through. Uh, Andrew posted a list of songs that Let's Go Exploring is covered. And I completely forgot that we covered Out the Door. You did not. We did. Yeah. I never knew that. I think we covered it in St. Pete, actually. Okay. For those that do not know, for listeners that don't know, that's a song that I wrote that I'm not, uh, that for some strange reason, uh, people around me, people that I know, People that were aware of the band that I was in uh, seem to enjoy a lot, and I'm I'm very grateful for that, and I'm thankful for that. I almost immediately after I wrote it came to the conclusion that I didn't particularly like it all that much. Um, that has held. That has definitely held. It's not one of my favorite songs. When I think of songs from that time period of my life uh, that we did, I appreciate the 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 the, the principal songwriter, the, the 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 focus of the band that I was in, the Strip Club Moms. Doug wrote a lot of beautiful songs. But it just so seems to happen that I think you're the third person that has told me that a band that you were in has covered that song. Great song. I mean, I, I appreciate that. I definitely do. That's Great song. I wish I could have heard it. Um, just it would have been interesting to hear. Yeah, it, it was. Been... I think we covered it pretty much straight up. But mm -hmm. uh, but so yes, I'm I am looking forward to this week. Uh, however, we are not here to talk about. Well, hold on. Was the rest of your week good? <laughs> and when does your when does your "Quote unquote break start." It it was fine. Um, it is uh, fine. Uh, Tim and Joey get in Saturday, wow. and then Sunday we have table nine practice, wow. and it's pretty much off to the races at that point. Can Anytime I, we're not practicing, I'll probably be practicing on my own. No, I'm practicing at at the castle here at Dick Castle. You are Sunday on morning. Sunday before morning table before nine. table nine. Yep. Do you mind 
if I watch just for a minute or two, please save if, for the if whole I thing just, if you want. If I want to check it, you know, I'd like please. to check it out. I want to see Tim, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I'm ve- man. This is just. There's a lot of anticipation, mm-hmm. you know, like Carol King said, it's it's coming. It's it's definitely coming. Mine's my week is going to be easier than yours. I'm 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 not although I got to say man, I'm not uh, I, I'm not I'm a little I'm a, to a degree a little bit jealous cuz you are going to have so much to do. It's all of it's going to be interesting. All of it's going to be fun. It will be. I mean to me it, it will be. be. It seems but like that. it'll be it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot. I'm prepared. Once we get into it, we'll see how it Seems like it's gonna pan out, and that out. starts on Saturday for you. Starts on Saturday is when Joe, when Joey and Tim get here. But mm-hmm. Sunday, that's when the band practices start. It's gonna start on Sunday for me. That's why I've got the Amish going on with the uh, lack of oh, mustache for the uh, like trombone. Abraham, yeah, and his son Rodney Ham, Abraham, yeah. But we are not here to talk about these fantastic reunion shows that you and I will be playing. But we did, we did. And we are not here to talk about uh, my bonkers schedule during that time. We are here to talk about a sequel. Yes. A sequel. (laughs) We're here to talk about (laughs) Judy's Turn to Cry by Leslie Gore. Leslie Gore. And you walk in and you go, before you do anything else, look up the lyrics to It's My Party. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I do. And much to my surprise, what do you see, Mark? I see um, some lyrics that uh, sound like they go very, very hand in hand with the lyrics to this song. Mm-hmm. Um, some characters that are mentioned in this song, right? Johnny and Judy, and our humble narrator. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows where Johnny has gone, but Judy left the same time. Why was he holding her hand when he was supposed to be mine? Mm-hmm. Play all my records, keep dancing all night, but leave me alone for a while. Till Johnny's dancing with me, I've got no reason to smile. Judy and Johnny just walked through the door like a queen with her king. Oh, what a birthday surprise. Judy's wearing his ring. Hmm. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to, cry if I want to, cry if I want to. You would cry too if it happened to you. It's only like A New Hope in that it is a prequel. Mm. But, you know, abandon all hope ye who enter this song. Uh, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's a shitty song. Metal not in the affairs of, tr- of dragons for you are <laughs> crunchy and good with ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nerdiest bumper sticker I've ever seen in That's my life. That's great. Where did you see that? Oh, I don't know. It was some, you know, it was like the one guy in high school who had a beard <laughs> and like played, <laughs> played dungeons and dragons and smoked way too much weed. Right. Um, smoking at 11. So, um, yeah. So I, you know, I had gone through the lyrics to, um, uh, to Judy's turn to cry. And I was familiar with that storyline. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw this, I went, Holy shit. Not knowing just how intertwined they were. Very intertwined. Yeah. I is. mean, I'd almost go so far as to say that they are entangled to the point of un of of unentanglement. Yeah. Definitely. You can't have one without the other. They're Siamese twins. Mm-hmm. It is the chocolate to the peanut butter. Yes. It is the vanilla to the orange creamsicle. Leslie Gore. What about her, Mark? Born in 1946. Mm-hmm. Um these are some of her um her main songs, uh, also along with You Don't Own Me, 
which is <clears throat> a fantastic oh, song. Was, you, you beat me to it. Sorry. It's just, a, it's a, isn't that an awesome song? What, a, and I mean, what a uh, strangely empowering song for the songs that we're about to sing. I know. Um, if you've never heard that song, I feel like it really had a rena- like a, a renaissance uh, maybe like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone covered it or something. Well, for me, it had um, it had significance in around 87 or 88 when uh, Hairspray came out. And mm. it was in Hairspray. They played it on the Corny Collins show show uh, in there. And, and uh, I just remember hearing that song, you know, back in those years and thinking, what an intense sound. It has that um, Phil Spector reverb smell all over it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just drenched, and and it, it it is very it's it's completely different from the whiny brat shit that she puts out with the first two songs. Then you come to this very strong strong sounding woman giving what I think is a pretty positive statement. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. It's a really great song beyond just the the great lyrics. It's uh it's it it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. You don't own me. Um, was covered. By an Australian singer named Grace, who took it to number one in Australia with a version featuring rapper G-Eazy in 2015. 2016, it went into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Obviously, the Leslie Gore version. that 2015-2016 time, maybe that's why I said about 10 years ago it kind of had its uh, Mm -hmm. renaissance. So there you go. There it is. but we're not here talking about uh, about you don't own me, and we're not talking about it's my party. We well, they, but talk. they do fit. They do fit. You know, they fit of into course, what absolutely. we're talking about. Yeah, this is Leslie Gore's Holy Trinity. Yes, um, she's got more good songs. Yeah, you for know, sure. Sunshine, rainbows, r- sunshine, lollipops, rainbows is is not a bad song. Misty's not a bad song. I don't hate it. Um, I think she's great. I think she's. Um, I think she's learning what I've learned in her, about her in the past couple of days. She's fascinating. Mm-hmm. She's very fascinating. Of course, these first two songs were produced by none other than but ba ba ba. Guess who? Wincy Jones. Wincy freaking Jones. Yeah, which just shows you, man, the guy knows what the hell he's doing. Well, and like you said, it it it, it kind of reeks of Phil Spector. The it kind of yeah, has that you stench. don't own me, but the but the uh, but the but the first two, the Judy's turn to cry and it's my party, have those Quincy Jones horn sections all yeah. over them, you know. Which are which I might add are fantastic. Yes, I mean good, oh, yeah. good. Even though the shitty lyrics, great, great music in these. I can't, you know, I don't really know what other instruments to pick out in Judy's Turn to Cry. I think there's a harpsichord in there, but it's just, it's just an unusual sound that's that's gotten. It's not, you know, it's not reverb drenched like uh, yeah. like um, the other one, like uh, you don't own you me. don't own me but uh, but it's 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 got that flat sound to it but it, it's still extremely interesting and it uh it's got a party vibe to it even though it might not be expressing that with the words but it, it, she she was um well like he said born in New Jersey uh to two parents uh one with the, the mother's name was Ronnie Gore the father was Leo Goldstein and actually her last name her her name was Leslie Sue Goldstein uh, Jewish family um, eventually went to live in Tenafly, New Jersey, where her father was a very successful businessman. Um, and then when she was a junior in high school, she recorded with Quincy doing It's My Party. Um, it became a nationwide hit. I'm 16 directly. years old, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And um, it was a gold record at 16 years old. And then people started showing up on her front lawn to come see her in her little suburban paradise and check her out. 
and uh, and and her career, you know, just took off from there. Um, now, most of her success came in those first five years. She did do other things. We're just going to cover this real quickly. Um, <clears throat> she was she an was, actress. She was an actress. She wrote. She wound up in nineteen in the ni- late nineteen seventies, early eighties, around nineteen eighty. She did a lot of the songwriting for the film Fame, um, which mm-hmm. well known with her brother. Yes, exactly, and uh, that became. She won a Grammy for that, or an Oscar. I'm sorry, an Oscar for that for that uh, for that stuff. She recorded uh, one of the first songs that she did, "Sunshines, Lollipops, and Rainbows," back in the 1960s. In the late 60s, was Marvin Hamlish composed that, and he became known for uh, writing score after score that you've heard of. It's a crazy that for she, score, yeah, <laughs> that she that she uh, became so well um, known for him. He wound up doing uh, scores for uh, movies like Take the Money and Run, Bananas, which is a Woody Allen film. Uh, he also did uh, perform the song on the Batman television series, the da na 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 you know, stuff like that. He One of Catwoman's uh, minions. Yep, that's right, exactly. Um, did Name the title Pussycat. for The Way We Were, which I, when I was younger, hated <clears throat> Barbara Streisand. I like her a lot more now. The Way We Were is a really great song that she did, won Academy Award for that. Um, nobody does it better. He wrote that for the Spy Who Loved Me. Uh, did the subtra- uh, the uh, soundtrack for Ordinary People, Sophie's Choice. I just find him to be uh, an interesting guy. And she was there at the very, very beginnings. Uh, Quincy Jones's dentist uh, was Hamlish's uncle, so that's where the connection was wow. made. I mean, isn't that just crazy? How people, how such influential people come together in such weird ways. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> It's My Party entered the Billboard Hot 100 on May 11th, 1963. And they immediately, uh, the record label Mercury Records, said, we need a sequel. Immediately. Um, Judy's Turn to Cry was recorded May 14th, 1963. Three days later. That's great. Um, just immediately went in. That's and, Quincy for you, man. And just pushed out another song. Which ended up also being a huge hit. Opens with a chorus, which is always interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, She talks a lot about crying, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. It's Judy's turn to cry. Just a, just a whiny brat of the early 60s. I will, um, I will mention uh, that the Wikipedia says um, a music critic describes... This song is, quote, having a monstrous hook as valuable as It's My Party with violence that may have been inspired by the crystals pushing the envelope with their withdrawn classic, He Hit Me. Oh, oh boy. And it felt like a kiss. I didn't even know that, Mark. How gotta things love, come first full circle on this damn show? Gotta love how it all comes. And you'd think that maybe we did this on purpose. No, dear listener. <laughs> no. It's just dumb fucking luck. This is kismet. We could make it sound like we were like really weaving it all together. Oh, like this wouldn't that is be like cool? A, like a like by all of a sudden we start weaving all this stuff together and it's like a giant cocaine and rhinestones. <laughs> uh, but no, it's no. unfortunately not that uh, not that cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, you know, for the most part, completely lauded. People love this song. Music journalist Lillian Roxon commented that, quote, you could savor every bitchy second of Leslie's triumph with her sequel. Um, 
a stomping multi-track sequel to Gore's initial success. If you want to look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. I think these people are a little fucked up. A little caught up <laughs> in the moment, you think? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Not really realizing exactly what's going on here. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, hey, if you're just going to take it at face value, this sounds like a party anthem. <laughs> I mean, when it, when it comes right out, those horns and that beat just... Just make it. Oh, Just yeah. absolutely make the song. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're here to jam. You know, Leslie's... Uh, excuse Jesus Christ. Can Leslie's here to make sure that we all have a good time. So... Well, maybe not everybody. <laughs> well, yeah. Except for Judy, clearly, if, you, if you're reading the fucking title. Um, do we want to uh, get into it? We're, this is the point where we start talking about lyrics, Mark. Because now it's Judy's turn to cry, Judy's turn to cry, Judy's turn to cry, I, because Johnny's come back to me. To me. And we get this little beep boop. Um, should, we, should we just jump right into the verse? I, I guess so. Uh, well, I mean, just just as if we can't get enough, and as, as in case we didn't know... Somebody's going to be crying by the end of this song, and it's not going to be Leslie. Before we get into it, before let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and previously on Leslie Gore. <laughs> so I, I flew through the lyrics, but just before we get started here, it was Leslie Gore's birthday party. Mm-hmm. She's dating Johnny. Mm-hmm. This is some fucking Real Housewives shit or something. This is this is some fucking Real Housewives of T Fly New Jersey. Love is blind or whatever. <laughs> And she's dancing and party, and then she looks over and sees that fucking Johnny is hanging out with fucking Judy and kissing or whatever, and then they leave. Mm. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And then she comes back in wearing his fucking ring, Seth. Was Johnny hers from the outset? I mean, she makes it sound like it. I, I, I don't mean, know she if that says as such. I, I don't. I, I don't have the lyrics right in front of me. To she, it's my party. Why is she leaving with him when he is supposed to be mine? Oh, he is supposed to be. But we don't know. We don't know if we don't know we Johnny's don't know side of the story. We'll never exactly. fully hear his side of the story, unfortunately. Right, Johnny, who's no longer with us. I'm sure <laughs> he's probably he probably did 20 years in Chino and ripped Johnny. Cut, <laughs> got a. Died of an overdose when he tried to mule out some hair, mule some heroin back in. <laughs> Got shanked <laughs> outside the cafeteria, outside the out in the head in the shower. I don't, uh, I don't know it, Johnny's perspective on this. Um, you could say now. It oh, has, I mean, I'll tell you is, his fucking perspective. He's a horny teenager. Well, he's trying to get all the trim he can. One could assume. Okay, I mean, I mean uh, one know. could assume that yes, that's the case, especially with all the different, different. Uh, 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 the, the yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. That he's I mean, giving. you know, Judy definitely has a penchant for uh, uh, for drama. I think, mm-hmm. uh, or not Judy. I'm sorry, Leslie. Leslie yeah. Well, Judy too, Mike, which yeah. we'll hear about in a little bit. Um, there's definitely a lot of stuff that's open to interpretation here. So, uh, previously on, she, she, uh, sees Judy walking with Johnny and she's wearing his ring and we'll say and previously on it's my party. Oh, when Judy left with Johnny at my party and came back wearing his ring, I sat down and cried my eyes out. Now that was a foolish thing. Why? Is Judy and Johnny leaving her party to go out so that he can 
are they trying to save her face saying this is her party and we don't want I don't want to give you my ring in front of the whole room which is kind of kind of, which is a little bit kind of Johnny to consider Leslie's feelings in not doing it in front of her or is Johnny <clears throat> just on the sly I mean look they're doing it in front of her even if the transition the transaction isn't going down right in front of Leslie's face in her party in her party I mean that's something that if you decide cuz Okay, let's first, let's go ahead and talk about, well, Jesus, there's so much I want to talk about. I mean, it's endless. The genius that they just basically, half of the song is recapping the song that just hit the Billboard charts three days before Mm. is the laziest and most genius thing I've ever seen. I'm checking it out. You know, when Judy left with Johnny at my party and came back wearing his ring, we've already talked it, and I sat down and cried my eyes out. That was a foolish thing. That's literally what, it's my party is about <laughs> just blew a whole first verse yeah catching you up on what just happened You're right yeah that's... which i mean you know maybe some people have never heard it's my party so we're catching up. Okay. um but we should also talk about the fact that who's I if, do like if the his... last line of genius he must have been a real smooth talker <laughs> yeah now i mean you have to wonder seth yes i am wondering you have to you wonder if he has his ring to give to judy he didn't give it to Leslie, right? Is, is he thinking about it on the drive over? Well, I mean, what I'm saying is like for, for, you know, kind of like to your point. You know, were he and Leslie together because she didn't have his ring? Because he still had his ring to give it to to, to Judy. Okay. So, I mean, maybe Judy is. Or maybe he's thinking, I'm going to show this delusional bitch what's what. Maybe she, uh, she's no, she's not with me. I'm going to do this out here in a place that's going to that's going to really stab it into her heart that no, you're I'm not yours. You don't get me. And those are Johnny's words, not Seth. We're not calling no. Leslie a bitch. It's I love <clears throat> Leslie, actually. Leslie's great. Leslie's great. Um, but we uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're kind of we're kind of left to our own devices to to imagine what's going on here. And I can't help but wonder that if. If Judy and, or I'm sorry, it's confusing with these names. names. Yeah. If Leslie is supposed to be with Johnny, truly, then Johnny wouldn't have his ring to give to Judy in the first place. Shouldn't it be on Leslie's So finger? maybe Leslie is just kind of like getting a little ahead of herself. Well, yeah, yes. You know, yes. maybe like they kissed once under the bleachers. Maybe she wore his Letterman jacket. Now we're going to get at a married. football game and yeah. just kind of automatically assumed like this is what's up. And I mean, Johnny's just a horny football player, maybe a greaser or something. Mm. Um, but I mean, you know, still, as far as Kuth is concerned, Judy and Johnny could have waited. They could have just did something after the party altogether. They didn't need to walk into Leslie's birthday party with aforementioned ring on her on her necklace it's so open-ended maybe he's trying to teach her a lesson maybe he's trying to maybe she's been bugging him for a week well you know, i well I mean, lesson, we don't know we we will we by will. the end of the song mm-hmm. we'll oh, yeah, fucking we, know we will yeah but i do have to say that uh i sat down and cried my eyes out now that was a foolish thing is insightful for a 16 year old girl well i mean it's, for as long as it lasts. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not insightful entirely because that line ties into the beginning of the chorus. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It it's it was a foolish thing because 
It's Judy's turn to cry. Right. Judy's turn to cry. Oh, Judy's if, if turn taken to cry. at face value, you could guess. But yeah, when you when you do the whole when you when you get the 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 sum of everything, when we get to the total, you you do know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think that she thought her crying was very foolish until Judy got her just desserts and she uh and <laughs> Leslie uh, evilly, le- you know, reveled in it. Yeah. Now, the second verse, because, you know, we we don't know what Judy's thing here is. Mm-hmm. Like, does Judy know that Johnny and Leslie were talking? We don't know. We're not given any indication of what's going on with Judy other than that. Is she, she trying to is, be shitty? Yeah. You know, is she being catty? Well, the second verse, Leslie has her own opinion. Well, it hurt me to see them dance together. I felt like making a scene. Then my tears just fell like raindrops because Judy's smile was so mean. When she says that when she hurt her to see them dance together, it's very indicative of this is you're only seeing things from my perspective and everyone else is discounted they're bit players they're they're just bit players they're not their uh their wants needs desires are not expressed in any way uh even though uh, because by the time we get to the end of this thing i felt like making a scene you know you obviously you know leslie's very affected by this then her teardrops fell like rain boohoo because judy's smile was so mean I can't help but think that she's just interpreting anything that Ju- Judy does as catty. Well, and that's the thing <clears throat> is that, you know, I, I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with you for the first part. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, seeing anybody that you like dance with somebody else, whether you thought you were with them or not, hurts. Take the hit song by Robin dancing on my own reference before, Um, you know, it. It sucks whether you have this delusion, possible delusion of, you know, someone who should be yours, um, you know, stepping out on you, as it were, to use an old an old 50s and 60s phrase. You want to take it back a notch. <laughs> um, so I, I, I do completely empathize and understand where she's coming from with seeing someone that she likes being with someone else. However, the my tears just felt like raindrops because Judy's smile was so mean. So I don't know if she's given one of these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just gave the meanest, slyest smile. Yes. Just like a sarcastic, you know it, like no, the sarcastic was, smile of the like. The smile was there, but the daggers came out of the eyes. You thought you had them, yeah. but I fucking got them. Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't know... Because we're dealing with with someone who's in such an emotional state, I don't know how much we can trust a lot of what Leslie's saying here. Um, you know, because look, that's, I mean, she's definitely got a horse in in the race. That's what I thought. You know, she's, you know, she's just interpreting everything as probably they're out to get me. I think this is a good time to bring this up on the on the on the uh, Discord last week. Someone brought up if this was sung from if if the tables were turned and this was on a, uh, from a male perspective we would call this person an incel yeah most of the time we would describe if this if it's a female she's being we would use the word caddy mm-hmm. that's what people would say but we're looking at 
sort of the same delusion, I think, that your typical incel type attitude, uh, this, this has all the characteristics of that, you know, reading too much into every situation possibly, you know, um, uh, welling up with emotion when you should probably just, you know, keep it under control, you know, and, and, uh, and, and learn to deal with it in a positive way. There's just, there's, there's too much of this, uh, of this, you know, just anger. There's too much anger in, in this, in, in our, well, I mean, in our narrator. Yeah. I mean, so you don't think I, so? I, well, I see, I see to an extent where you're coming from, you know, there's a lyric by a band called silver Jews. Oh, please. That I love that I always use when it comes to things like this. You can't change the feeling, but you can change the feeling about those feelings in a second or two. Oh, I love that. It's okay to be emotional. It's okay to be upset and it's okay to cry. Should you make decisions while you're in those states? Should you write a song? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could turn out to be a number one hit with well, Quincy Jones producing it. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, uh, you know, you're you're at your most animalistic um, and you're more likely to make bad decisions when you're in that kind of emotional state. Of course. So, you know, do I, do, you know, keep it together? I mean, I, you know, I think it's fine that you that you're bawling your eyes out and you leave the the room and you tell everybody to leave you alone. I think that's fair. I think that's fine. I, you know, look, there was a misunderstanding. Possibly, I thought Johnny was mine. He walks out with his chick. She comes back in wearing his ring, and then they dance at my birthday party. You're not going to find many people that are going to think that that's like okay behavior. That's fucked up of Johnny. And if if Judy knows that they were kind of seeing each other possibly or whatever, which there's a good chance she doesn't. She either does well, we and she's a piece know, of shit yeah. or she doesn't and yeah. she's clueless and she's just a bystander here and it sucks. At this point she can plead <laughs> innocent though. I mean, and it's and it's logical. Yeah. Um but, you know, <clears throat> as far as like making decisions and saying stuff, you know, when you know you're in that state might not be might not be the best idea. No, not Mark. I really hope you come around. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Okay, silver juice. Um, and she also says it hurt for me to see them dance together. I think it hurts more the ring thing. I mean, do you think so? Well, I think the ring is. You know, a dance is a dance. A ring is a sign of a long term commitment. I don't know. Dancing can uh, kind of indicate. You know, it was uh, oh, yeah. the ritual that led up to the, the act. vertical mambo before the horizontal mambo. Absolutely, yeah. So it could, you know, you can see them sitting there and rhythmically gyrating their bodies against each other. You can see where she'd get a little worked up. Yeah, you can see where the tears would start to fall. She's grabbing his hips. Um. <laughs> so then we got our little instrumental break. We got some That's horns and stuff, tango. and it's good. And then, well, let's get fucking aggro with it. This is crazy. So this is later on, okay? So the, the the party ends. Everyone goes back to their place. Judy and Johnny probably fuck like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> Leslie probably cries. And I probably should not talk about any of these people in any kind of sexual capacity because they're all like 16. Right. It's supposed well, to be a Leslie, teenager. Well, Leslie Gore, Gore is 16 in the song, so 
I won't say anything about anybody else, what they're doing here. Um, but everybody goes home and does whatever. Oh, one night I saw them kissing at a party. So I kissed some other guy. Johnny jumped up and he hit him because he still loves me. That's why. We'll come back to it because we have to start at the beginning. We'll come back to it. One night, we've obviously left Judy's party and we've gone on into the future where now they have built some sort of, obviously, relationship together. And I can't help but think that she's trailing him. Maybe she's stalking him a little bit. You think that could be going on? Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's outside of the realm of possibility. I think it's well in. But I also think that clearly there's a pretty tight-knit group. I mean... <laughs> Any anyone that that Leslie invited to her party mm-hmm. is probably going to invite Leslie to their party. You know, you're probably dealing with the same group of maybe group not of if friends. they saw her acting the way she did at the other party. Well, I mean, you that know, is yeah. kind of curious. Like, hey, I know you were a blubbering mess the other night at your party, <laughs> at your own party. Hey, Judy and Johnny are going to be at this party. Do you want to come? I mean, I, I, I'm there'll kinda, be a metal detector at the door. <laughs> <laughs> kind of surprised that she's up for going to a party. A couple of days. How many? What did she say? A couple days later. Yeah, it was just. It just says uh, saw them one night. It doesn't really say like how. It doesn't give a time limit. I can imagine that it's probably less than a year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, infatuation tends to hold for a good while. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, she sees. I mean, this is so fucked up. This is this is this is so fucked up on so many different levels. So it she is. sees them, and. So she just goes up to a guy and kisses him. This poor fucking guy doesn't know her from Adam. He's just sitting there fucking hanging out, having a fruit punch. And this attractive woman comes up and is like, hey, do you want to make out? And he's like, uh, did I just fall into a movie from? (laughs) Did I just fall into Sister Christian? Are you motoring? (laughs) Is that what this is? Are you my sister? (laughs) Um. You know, I was going to say a John Hughes movie, but those haven't been invented yet. No. Um, you know, he's just like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you pro- he's probably not going to say no. Leslie's cute. We've seen her. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. So he goes, sure. Hey, are you from New Jersey? <laughs> hey, have you ever heard, uh, <laughs> it's my party? Yeah. I wrote that. I bet <laughs> you like- don't even know who Quincy Jones is. He's my <laughs> producer. Oh, now let's the, make out. Uh, yeah, you're you're the. It's my party. I'd cry if I want to, chick. You cry a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have seen me the other night. Holy cow! Yeah. Um. So that Johnny jumps up and just hits this guy. I mean, just I, I can't stand that the poor tool. I mean, guy got handled the way that he did by this broad is just some you know little piece in her. I don't really want to call her Machiavellian, you know, uh, uh, setup because this is just this is just cheap, silly kids shit. A girl knows that she, you know, can probably get a guy to kiss her and she just uses him. It's not like there's some sort of deep thought that goes into this. And then, you know, the guy goes home with probably a busted lip, you know, a black eye, a broken nose. Who knows? knows? Yeah. I mean, he got totally and and he has to deal with the. Added uh, pain of, oh, I just got used by this little broad just to be some sort of, you know, catalyst in her getting back with her shitty boyfriend. Well, let's talk. I mean. The. Mm, 
Okay. <laughs> the kind of person Johnny is that he clearly did, you know, huh, as much as we were like, well, maybe her, maybe Leslie and Johnny didn't really have much going on. Well, we now know that that's bullshit. Yeah, we now know that they did. Mm -hmm. And we now know that he apparently likes Leslie more than Judy. He's got some because feelings. he gets up and, and, and punches this guy. He right. doesn't just like rough him up or something. He doesn't go, hey, man, what's the deal, cat? He just punches him. Hmm. Just whap. I pictured Johnny left handed. I feel okay. like left-handed have like, like a little like bit a more of a a little bit more of a screw loose kind of headset and a little bit more sneaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just like punches him, and uh, this guy's like, ugh, and Leslie's pumped about it. Oh, I mean, I mean, Leslie's like, ooh, good, he's mine. Yep, because Johnny's come back to me because he still loves me. That's why. That's has why that, he punched this guy. Has that he hit me vibe all over exactly. It. Yeah. And it felt like a kiss. This idea of like violence being like a positive trait that means good stuff. So strange that you don't own me comes out, you know, not terribly far after. This. I know it's very weird. Well, I mean, you know, she was young when she wrote this. And a couple of years later, she probably learned some hard lessons mm -hmm. the way a lot of women did in the 1960s. Um, and, you know, grew up fast and said. You know, fuck this. You yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what There's to no say. There's no room for these kind of dynamics and relationships anymore. Thank goodness. I mean, well, that 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 realization did come because I think before this time it was just part of and I I'm I'm safe in assuming it was part of the culture that violence and sex and relationships went hand in hand. You know, I yeah. mean, th they still do to a degree now these days, but not to the degree back then. So now it's Judy's turn to cry. Judy's turn to cry. Judy's turn to cry. Because Johnny's coming back to me. That chorus, by the way, mm -hmm. has very big. My girl wants to party all the time. Judy's turn to cry. Judy's turn to cry. <laughs> Vibes. Every time I heard that chorus, I thought of my girl wants to party all the time. That is, uh, who is that? I can't, I'm, I'm it's that's just Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, that's right, that's right, yeah. Eddie Murphy aping Leslie Gore yeah. some 30 years I think later. Rick James produced that. You're probably right. Yeah, I think yeah. he did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she is hating, she hates Judy. She thinks it's very awesome that her, you know, that she is the one now crying. I guess we'll never fully know the whole real story here about what Leslie uh, and Judy's past was. If Judy was trying to be shitty um, and all that stuff, um, we're just kind of left to know that Johnny is abusive and that probably does not just end with the guy that um, that Leslie kissed. I mean, Leslie kissed him and the guy punched the guy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I have a feeling if you asked some some guys we know, if you were going to get kissed, but it meant you were going to get punched when you get kissed, they'd say yes. So I don't know. Maybe. There's I mean, there's a there's a certain I, I guess young guys would probably be a little bit more prone to do that. Me, not so much. I don't want to. I got I got shit to lose. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. I'm I'm all set. Um, Yeah, uh, that I mean, that's it. That is it. Those are all. The but lyrics. I mean, it le it, it kind of leaves you on such a I mean, there's no there's no come down from this. It's just, oh, there's all of a sudden this this. uh 
crescendo of violence at the end and oh now he's back with me end of story you know that's it right it's it's kind of uh it kind of leaves you feeling kind of weird when you pay attention to it that you know there's no there's no after story i suppose if you were going to say third in in the uh in the in the trilogy, you know, you don't own me. Maybe she's singing to Johnny later on when he's obviously probably used a little bit of violence to try and keep her under control or to manipulate her because it didn't come out that much longer afterwards. Um, but as far as this song, it just it just kind of brings you up. You know, it does it it, it reaches that a steady crescendo, and then it's just oh, one more chorus. Might I also add that it's chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, chorus. I mean, chorus, and that's it. it. Which is a little, which is unusual. Which is a little. Well, there's backwards. a little bit of a there's that, that break, which is which is awesome an instrumental part. break, which yeah. is a verse. This this <laughs> this song is like an episode of like the White Lotus. Like everyone is hateable. <laughs> like everyone <laughs> is awful. Reading through the song facts comments is actually very very funny, uh, and there's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, who would want a girl who coldly uses a boy just to make her ex-boyfriend jealous, then couldn't care less when that hapless boy is punched as a result? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they make a good point. They, very good point. The weird thing is everyone sympathizes with and roots for the narrator. But in It's My Party, it doesn't actually state that the narrator and Johnny are or ever were a couple. Uh -huh. To me, it actually comes across that the narrator has fancied Johnny like mad for a long time but he is in love with Judy and the narrator is depressed and jealous because Johnny proposes to Judy on the narrator's birthday after she had secretly hoped that she and Johnny would hook up with her on her birthday mm -hmm. when she invited him to her party. Do you think that giving the ring thing is, is a marriage proposal? No, not in those okay, days. I didn't think no, so either. Not back in those Someone days. having your ring just was like a, we're together. We're going steady. It's like getting, they also used to have this term getting pinned. They'd give him a pin or you'd get his varsity letter jacket. You know, you'd get that to wear, you know, like during the games when he was out on the field, stuff like that. It kind of represented that. And if you're ready, I guess we can go steady. <laughs> steady as she goes personally i always took the week. song to be about an unrequited crush rather than a relationship that came to an end because johnny cheated just my opinion mm. um yeah so i mean there's a lot of people that are uh that are uh you know uh of the same opinion as us there's also a pretty interesting opinion um that someone kind of states in uh song facts and also gets stated in the comments of the genius. I think that Leslie is actually in love with Judy because why else would she write a whole song about the person her boyfriend has an affair with? Also in it's my party. She doesn't specifically specify who she is jealous about. Maybe she's jealous of Judy because she planned to tell Judy. She liked her that night. Funny. You should mention that Mark because in the 1980s, um, a little bit later on in her career, um, she actually, I'm sorry, in 2003, she, she, uh, harkens back to the eighties, but in 2003, uh, she hosted several editions of a PBS television series called in the life, which focused on LGBTQ plus issues. Um, in a 2005 interview with, uh, after Ellen, she stated that she was a lesbian and had been, had a relationship with a jewelry designer since 1982 when named she finally, Judy. <laughs> named Judy, named Judy, no named Lois Sesson. Um, she had known about her attracted to women from the time that she was 20. So not long after this song came out. Now, does that discredit what this guy's saying? No, she could have, you know, subconsciously been writing it. 
you know, who who knows? I mean, I'll just say, but <clears throat> I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she she says that she's talking about him. Um, but somebody... but what a fun thing to think of. <laughs> it's um, so funny. Another um, another uh, uh, thing that comes up um, in your songs fa- song facts is that um, somebody Jerry from Brooklyn wrote. Now that Leslie has come out, it's Johnny's turn to cry because maybe now Judy and Leslie are together. Um, which mm-hmm. you know tells you that hey, there's there's people out there that that have their you know that are that are aware of what's going on. She passed away sadly in 2015. Um, I think she had cancer. Um, but you know, uh, as the subject of the song, what a little creep, which yeah. leads us to something else. But um, what a great songwriter, in my opinion. You know, if it is uh, written in third person, written just as as a story, um, it is somewhat interesting. It got us talking. And uh, and and she went on to you know I think she has a great voice and she went on to make a, a lot more good music and get involved in some pretty decent issues. Apparently she worked with L- LGBTQ plus uh, issues later on in her life as well. So uh, I like Leslie Gore. Do you like Leslie Gore, Mark? Leslie Gore is good. Yeah, I like her. Um, <clears throat> now now, how creepy? What's the factor on this song? You go first. Um, low. I mean, creepy. Low. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's creepy. It's it's shitty. It's one of my favorite words. Dastardly. Very. Um. You know, it's not a good situation. Concern it. Um. But creepy. I don't know about creepy. Uh. I mean, you know, Leslie does give off some kind of creepy stalker vibes. I guess. Um. I'll go with a. Th- 2.9 really i find that interesting mark okay because i think that if it had the shoe been on the other foot if it had been the other uh, shoe the, the shoe goes on the other foot tonight like george jones sang um we would be looking at this in a completely different fashion she had her eyes on johnny and judy as they left she had her eyes on judy's hand when she came back in the door, you know, to see that the ring was there. I um, picture the ring she, hanging from a necklace. You Do you really? Because when you're wearing, because in those times, when you were wearing your boyfriend's ring, it was literally his ring. And it was too big for your finger. Okay. So you'd wear it on a so, necklace. See, even still, you are. She's staring at her plunging neckline. <laughs> It's beautiful. Which we would come to find out that she definitely her. enjoyed a little bit later I got to remember that we're talking about 16-year-olds. And yeah, I, I, yeah, you might want to stop, Mark. I mean, yeah, just so we know, I'm not trying to be a creep here. I'm but making she, jokes of, of what I think are adult human beings, but they are not. So You have to know that she's got, she's got her eye on what's going on, even if it's a little tiny ring. She knows what's happening. She's focused on details. Um, she's maybe even following them later to a different party at a different time. She's being manipulative to I, uh, Mark, Mark. I think, I think all the signals. I are think there. you're looking a little too into it. I see what you're no. saying. I think far and away, the creepiest thing that happens here is Leslie kissing some other guy to bring her ex to, to arouse, uh, to a rouse, not to arouse. Um, 
You're probably right in that it should be which, a little bit higher. Which is manipulation. It is. And it you know, fully we went is. over this, every breath you take is just a one long ode to manipulation. I, Here we only have dude, one Dude, you verse. cannot put this on the same I'm not, level as I'm that. I'm not, because that whole song is about it. This is one I didn't give verse. it a zero. I mean, I gave I it an almost three. But still, but all of the things ahead of time signal that this is a person that's dealing with an obsession. That is, that is, uh, that is focusing in on this person to an unhealthy level. Which is why I am going to give it a very strong six point six. Wow. Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. I'm not I'm not here to say you're wrong, Seth. I can understand why you would give it yeah. that score. I get it. Um you know, I would probably raise mine up to like a four three. Okay. Because um, you're right. I mean, I, I don't I don't think that my thing is based off of I, I think I'm more basing it off of the fact that I think that she has given proof that they were a thing uh-huh. that that he said that he loved her again. I know that we're going by people's word here, so it's hard to do. But I do think that um, I do think they were a thing. I think he did something shitty. I think she did some shitty stuff back to him. I think we kind of have like a game of chicken um, and, you know, um, I it think is. it's just raising the stakes one after the other. But all the markers are there. The indicators are there. You know, the emotion, the the, the heightened emotion, uh, the 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 manipulation. It's just that's, you know. Yeah. That's just it, it brought it up there for me. Yeah. Um, next up, we're going to talk about the zombies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You brought uh, you. This is one that you brought to my attention recently that I have to say these words. I never knew. They, well, I've if heard Seth it, can say he's never known. I've heard that song a million times. You know, that's uh, that song reminds me of an earlier song that we did. We'll be talking about it next week. Okay. Yeah. Time of the Season is the name of the song by the Zombies. So uh, please go ahead and listen to that and uh, come prepared next Monday uh, as a very tired Mark <laughs> and a uh, maybe little less tired Seth um, talk about the Zombies hit Time of the Season. Uh, anything you wanted to wrap up with here, Seth? I am so excited for the upcoming weekend after. The, you guys are going to hear this on Monday and just know that we will both be deep in work. I mean, as much as you, we'll as be much taking as you have to do. dive <laughs> into uh, music from 20, 25 years ago. Even though you have a lot more to, to do than I do, it's still going to be busy. It's still going to oh, be, yeah. it's still going to be, uh, there's that, that, that we're going to be winding up. Absolutely. You know, for the pitch, so to speak. And uh, I'm very, very excited about that. I hope that if anybody here is listening and you know about it, that you're going to be there with us. If you can't, I don't know. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, they'll be live streaming it and recording. It, I, I believe That's so. what I was waiting to hear. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you tell two friends um, as always. And we will be back next Monday with yet more lyrics to go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week.